What up, cripples, bastards, and broken things? Tis I, the one and only, he who would be king, Prince Shalak of the Shogunate Dojo, which used to be my airbrushing thing I used to do before I got a real job and couldn't just make pretty pictures for fun. Uh, we're going to slide right into story time, I guess. Story time. Um, I... I'm actually a pretty decent uh, artist. Oh yeah, there's no really theme for this episode, uh, and I'm not going to do any other kind of intro, most likely. I'm just going to hop into this um, bitch cold. That was me deciding if I was going to do this a uh, safer work or not safer work edition, but more on that a bit later. As we do, we say things. Um, so I'm a, I'm a pretty d decent artist. Like I can draw, if I put my mind to it, I can draw pretty well. Um, I used to be a pretty good airbrusher. I, I mean... I don't think I lost any skills, but I'm definitely out of practice, and I could for sure, you know, use a touch-up on some technical stuff and learn more technical things, And because that's why we're here. We like to learn things. Um, so I was I was doing my thing. I started it in uh, high school, and I continued through college on the side a bit. When I started working at Bill Gray's uh, after college was when I, or sorry, after high school was when I, uh, slow down, just not as much time, and then I want to do other stuff in my free time, like hang out with people and have friends and shit like that, but, well, that's a pandemic and a half right there, so, in high school, there was this, uh, this one girl, I'd, I think I remember her name, I don't know if I say it or not, but, she was the only other person in the airbrushing class that, like, could be considered rival to me, if you will, this is, you know, this is like some, some, some Seven Samurai shit. Like, we would have to meet at, at dawn after lunch class. Because we got up early, goddammit, back in our day. It was difficult. Um, you know, meet at dawn and, and with our airbrushing guns and have a spray off. That is the finest comedy you're going to get on this episode. So, buckle up. Because it only gets funnier from here. So... We had this like it's it was kind of a playful rivalry, but it was it was at the same time like it was it was a little competition. Um, Rebecca Conroy might have been her name. I don't know. I don't know if that's legal or not to say people's things. I don't know things. Um, yeah. So one day we're we're doing this project, and I'm I'm uh, I'm airbrushing a. It was uh, it was a uh, the theme of the project was like like goblins. We all had to do like a particular like weird like like a house elf almost. You give Dobby clothes. Um creature. Those might be my two favorite beings in the Harry Potter universe is those two house elves. But yeah, we're all over the place. You know why. You know what we do. It's Monday at some point after 6 o'clock because I started at 6 because that's my favorite number. So we're doing these goblins and I decided to make a Bruce Lee themed goblin. So he had like the jumpsuit on, he had the yellow nunchucks and like you know, I just put like little Easter eggs in there because it was pretty cool. Made them all ugly and knobby and like Messed up teeth and pointy nose, big old ears, and it was it was cool. And I don't remember who our garbage was. It was some crap, probably the Kenny Chesney Goblin, because um, she went on to. Or wait, that's a different person. Ooh, maybe it was that Conroy name I said it was the person who is in the story. And oh, there's a different one who worked at Bill Gray's. They had the same kind of energy, so they're. There, there's no difference. If uh, you're listening to this and you know who I'm talking about, and you went to Eastridge and or worked at Bill Gray's, and you know who I'm talking about for either, but nothing against the first person or the second person. However, there's a reason I'm telling this story. I'm telling this story because we're having an airbrushing gun off, right? 
um, she's, you know, she's spraying some stuff. I'm spraying some stuff. We're doing our goblin projects, like, right next to each other. And, like, you know, we're like, oh, look at looking like, all right, you know, this is a good line or this is a little cool effect over there, but I can do this. And then <laughs> I'm wearing a, like, a high-end LRG jacket because um, I used to get, like, dope hand-me-downs from my uncle who, like, had has sick fashion. So I used to have like, like fly jackets, but never, never pants because he wore an absurdly big size and his feet were smaller than mine. But yeah, my uh, good thing I was tall for my age. Those were like double XL jackets. Just, it was 2006, the baggy era. Soldier Boy was prime. Not 2006 when this happened. It was like 2009 or 10 when this happened. So back to the story. Focus up, pretty. What are we doing? We're telling the story. Story time. So. There's one rule in airbrushing. It's don't tighten your cone too hard. That's the it's a triangular piece under the nozzle that uh, allows paint to kind of do the flowy stuff. Because I'm surely gonna airbrush things. Um, so if you tighten that too hard, the pressure like it just gets weird and it can like explode. Um, not in a dangerous way. Just like paint goes flying out. And while wearing this LRG jacket, working on this project, I realize I should probably not be wearing this nice jacket. And I look over, and I go to take my jacket off, and before I can have any reaction, I think her name was Rebecca, her gun explodes. Purple paint all over me, my my jacket, and my project. And I know the noise I made. I appreciate other people's attempts at doing it, but only I can hit this noise. It was... And the entire class erupted in a hail of laughter. It was a smaller class, like nine of us. And my teacher, goddammit, Mr. Bailey, real cool dude. Thing I stuff him on PlayStation. Um, instead of assisting or providing any kind of, uh, like, okay, you know, this will correct this, or like any kind of guidance as you would expect from an educator, he puts on his favorite singer that we often had a, a a joking like dislike toward each other because I was a Michael Jackson fan and he was a Prince fan he thought Prince you know was the king of should deserve the moniker king of pop and just king of all music and that's debatable but but he puts on purple rain <laughs> while I'm covered in paint and it's a terrific <laughs> by covered in paint that's a bit of an exaggeration but to be accurate it's like it's a lot. Like, it's splatter. Like, the jacket is not really savable. Like, washing it wouldn't have helped. And the project was not really savable. And I just had to, like, wash it off of me. But I still held the project on. I just, like, it just had a weird purple stain all over it. Um, which kind of made it a little cooler in a different way. But, yeah. So, I actually have zero clue how I got started talking about this memory. Um, guess what I do? I'm sure they can I say things. I'm going to listen back after and, and remember why I started telling this story. But, I mean, we're just kind of still in story time now. I kind of want to save this story for later, but it's also, it's also fucking hilarious. Um, the story of how I uh, damaged my knee and how I learned I had weak knees. Um, well, I was in college and had to make ends meet. Um, anyways, I was sliding down the pole. Catch me an iron horse. They call me Black Steel. <laughs> That'll be... Uh, my, my one-man stage show. 
any any uh, any future subscribers check me out on OnlyFans. It's 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 like OnlyFans except it's literally just pieces of cutlery um and like charcuterie boards and the occasional steak knife. And you go there and you're like, I "Thought this is OnlyFans." And you're like, "Ah, huh, no." It's a different site. Yeah, that's why I don't do stand up cuz <laughs> Leave that to other people. But a uh, big shout out to Erin Sweeney, the Sweenster as she's called, for doing um her first like live stand up, which is super dope. Um, Erin's funny. She's cool. She's good with the memes. So that's awesome. Because trying new things is, I guess, I guess one of the one of the. One of the reasons we're alive. Oh yeah, this is where we get oddly philosophical out of nowhere because I'm just <clears throat> firing on. <laughs> I wish the noise my cat just made as I scratched her butt was available. I swear we're gonna get back to that topic, but she is so cute. Look at you. Look at you. You know how you talk to your cat. Brenners. Um. You know, because if you, not you as in the listener, but just a, a fictional individual, but if you just. In, enforce certain limitations on yourself or not really pursue something that like you really really like like to the point where it's an obsession you know like I I know some fighters who are like this is this is it it's all I talk about this is all I do it's all I'm into and it's like that's dope because <laughs> that's that's some real that's some real warrior shit like to have no other no other uh outlets or interests it's like that's whoa like that's a killer like shout out to them for where they're gonna go in their career but um god damn it that guillotine is tight oh you know when you get when you get choked nearly unconscious jujitsu jokes um but yeah so to to try new things is is important. It's in your own self-interest. This this might be one of those things where I'm counseling myself, but hey, sometimes you gotta counsel yourself. Um, I guess it ties into just a just sort of a uh, just a little little nagging thing I've been had lately. It's like, goddamn, I I couldn't train uh, a couple. Uh, starting to like, I've I've only trained like once in the past couple of weeks and. Uh, one was because I had, like, a minor injury. It was really, it was really, it, I just banged up my toes. Excuse me. Burped into the microphone. I banged up my toes like they were, they were pretty bad. Like, I had to actually go home from work really early and rest them one day. Uh, like, soak them in Epsom salt, which is very nice. Highly recommend. Um, nice warm salt bath. But, so I had, like, some minor, some minor injuries, so I couldn't, I couldn't train. And then, uh. This past weekend, I went on vacation, which was fantastic. I'll tell you all about that in a bit. Um, and it was convenient when I was when I was hurt because, like, okay, I do have a couple other things that I really need to take care of, and uh, some other things that I've been kind of ignoring because I was trying to go like relatively hard at training for a little bit there. Um, in case you didn't know, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because I too listen to the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, and I'm also extremely low level. I'm a one stripe white belt, but I'm in. God damn it, I'm in. Um, and I got I got super bored when I wasn't like occupying my time with either like 
all right, I got to rush from work to go to home to eat for a second, to go to jujitsu, to train for an hour and then get as many rounds of uh, sparring in as you could do after. Um, but when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a little hurt, so I realistically can't do that for a risk of my body because I, I mean, I train a little more than weekend warrior status, but I'm also not like a competitor or anything. You know, I do it, I do it as a hobby. Hobbyist is what they call us in the biz. Uh, I've competed twice, goddammit, but I lost both fights. Uh, so yeah, it's like, oh man, gotta find some new stuff. So I've been thinking about finally starting uh, this Dungeons and Dragons set I've got some from Christmas, but hmm, I don't know. I'm a, uh, not feeling that quite yet. That's that's more of a vaccine activity because I have to have a guest over to do that. No one comes in the dungeon except for trash shitters. As you know, the uh, women in the house are known as trash shitters because they shit in the trash, and the cat shits in the plant. And then one time, pretty shit on Paxton's bed when we first moved in, but she was upset. Long story short, don't be boring. Go find fun activities and things to do. Ugh. I I had to leave for a second because my contact fell out and it's still pretty stingy. Because that's what the people care about. My contact and my contact needs. Um, If I sound a little louder, it's because I've moved the microphone closer. Through the magic of time travel. Um, So hopefully I'm not blowing your eardrums out. And the beginning part doesn't seem oddly quiet by comparison. So, uh, I went on a vacation. That was one of my talking points that I wrote down for myself because my assistant is overweight and lethargic and eats shoelace strings and then poops them out in the plant. She only did, she only pooped in the plant once. Sorry, sorry, no, Luna pooped in the plant. Pretty pooped on Paxson's bed. But she's pretty and she knows it. She's so goddamn cute. Um... I went on the uh, Saratoga Springs with with the GF and the fam um, and the pup. So yep. So that was really that was really really cool. Um, dope spots out there. Did some sledding. Did uh, some shopping. Did an appropriate amount of drinking. <laughs> Needed that nice hot tub. Sick house. Had a fantastic time. I saw my uh, my first bald eagle, because another thing that most or some of you may know about me is Shalik knows birds. Um, but I've never seen a wild adult bald eagle. like. And I saw one like on the wing, which means I spotted it like while it was flying, rather than like when I was in a stationary position. Uh, so And it flew directly overhead, and it was like, yeah! Like James Brown started playing. I can't recall which song that is from Rocky. Three, four, Shalik, and I know things. Um, living in America, duh. Uh, that's what I was trying to say, but I couldn't remember it. Um, so that was a, that was a that was a good time, and. Now I'm back, now I'm back in the rock, and it was cool because I made it back in time to catch the UFC fights that were on this weekend, and oh my god, Derek Lewis killed a guy, Jesus, 
fucking Christ, that was a knockout. Um, for for my MMA fans that might be listening right now, uh, and for the non-MMA fans who just need to understand, the, this is what my expectation for this fight were. For this fight were uh, Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis are both heavyweight fighters, um, weighing. I'm not sure what they weighed in at, but somewhere between 206 and 265 pounds. Uh, that's what heavyweight is in the UFC. Um, likely on the middle end, like 230, 240, 250, that range. But Curtis Blades is like a methodical, um, you know, standout wrestler who isn't considered the most exciting style of fighter because it doesn't. It usually results in like a, sometimes it results in like a lot of wear down and like a lot of repetition of him just like just like slowly controlling and like little little position changes and some like hammer fists that don't always account for much with like position fighting and scrambles and getting back up and takedowns. So for for people who like the just bleed fans, you know that's not too interesting. Derek Lewis, on the other hand, for some reason, MMA just doesn't work on him. <laughs> According to the memes, uh, and he's like, "Oh, jujitsu wouldn't work on me. I would just stand up." <laughs> and he, and he damn near can. He's like, he's in his thirties. He's lost a few times. He's like in his mid thirties. So, which for a fighter is not all fighters, but for some fighters, like there's been exceptions. Randy Couture for sure. Um, but you know, there's a lot. Not a lot of fighters like are hitting their peak in their mid late thirties with the exception of the aforementioned Randy Couture. Um, whereas Derek Lewis has this, like, crazy, crazy knockout power um, and just big, corn-fed Louisiana-Houston down Louisiana, just about a mile from Texarkana. Um, Popeye's chicken strength. Like, he's just the Black Beast. That's his name. So this fight... On paper, it looked like, okay, Blades will have to, you know, get in, get a takedown, and that kind of neutralizes the power. I knew it, apparently. So did Derek Lewis, because when Curtis Blades went in for a uh, a shot, like he was shooting for the legs um, to, for a takedown, he just telegraphed it too much, and Derek Lewis, he said it later in the press conference that he had practiced that that they expected that, and he was going to throw that giant uppercut to, to just fucking knock his head off. And the way Curtis Blade stiffened upon impact when he ran into that clubbering fist. Um, oh, he was held up by Derek Lewis for a second because, like, it, he was, you know, he was still leaning on him, attempting to take down unconscious. And then he hits the ground in, like, two more knockouts, and Herb Dean, the ref, moves as quick as he fucking can. But it's just so sudden. It was, oh, oh, scary. Uh, loved it. Um, so that was so. So that was that was cool to get back and see. I guess is my conclusion for that. What else have I been doing? Because I believe before my contact fell out, I was talking about being a little bored. Oh yeah, I got back into art. I'm doing um. See what always happens when I start like a new drawing set is. I'll, oh, excuse me, I gotta yawn, and I'm not editing this out, I'm just gonna move the microphone away. 
No, 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 no. And you're back. Um, forgive the adjustment, but... Oh, my back is a little stiff. But yeah, whenever I start a new set of drawings, I always start with myself. Um, because that's the one that I want to take... I tend to take the most time with to, like, perfect the face, at least. Because, like, I gotta think about my drawing. If my drawing doesn't look like me... My style is, like, you can check me out on, uh, the thesoulprince.art on Instagram. My regular Instagram is, uh, Shalik the Soul Prince. So if you have either one, you can check those out if you'd so like to. But, my style is, like, it's, it's, it's anime influence, it's, like, western cartoon influence, um... I, I learned to draw watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z, a lot of, like, Toonami. Um, so, like, lean, muscular figures, like, I'm pretty good with. Um, things of, like, armor. I, I love drawing armor. Um, like, I'm pretty decent at drawing, uh, like, like, East Asian, um regular clothing, like, daily clothing. It's because you would see that so much in, like, a lot of animes and other shows. Um. But, yeah, so my style is somewhere, somewhere around that. So, like, when I when it comes for me to do my face, it's like, what what would I look like as an anime cartoon, whatever? And it's like, ah, that's, I need it to look like me. I can't not look like me. Because for some reason, anyone else, I can, like, envision it as them, no matter what. Like, as long as I'm thinking of them while I draw it. But, like, when I'm drawing me for some reason I just like got this got this perfectionist streak that I need to get right and because of that it takes me longest and then I get warmed up when I finally get one I'm happy with and then it's like okay now I do another one that one's usually good I tend to like the first one better but then the third one is when I'm like alright now I got that bug shout out to Ryan Richardson um because this will be the first one featured on Go Tell Someone. Ah, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Spoiler alert. Put a pin in that. Ready? Write that down. So, when I, when, I, when I hit the third drawing of myself then I that I like, it's usually, like, the one where I put the most detail in. It's like, okay, now, now I'm in. And then the subsequent drawings of, like, other people or other things, my just creative juices just, just explode. It's just covered in, in hot thought is my brain going to my arm, going to my hand, going to my finger, going to the pen, going to the paper, or pencil going to the paper, because uh, the one I'm, the one I'm doing right now, I am proud of this, and I'm about to be in over my head, because I'm doing African tapestries as part of the drawing, and those patterns are annoying as fuck, because they're tiny, and like, there's so many of them, but they look really good, because I'm learning to draw those, because what I'm, oh, I'm yawning again, nope, swallow that word to Cardi B but but yeah so what was I even talking about drawing but yeah so I'm uh this draw drawing set I'm doing right now um I call it sword of my soul and it's the first like completely original content I've ever I've ever shared or posted um so you can check that out on uh the soulprints.art. I keep wanting to say the summer prints, but that was my old thing. And I'm like, wait, it's not 
I didn't make it because of the summer. I made it because of the summer isles in Game of Thrones. That's where the black people in Game of Thrones are from. And they have princes. And I'm like, oh, that fits. Um, but then when it hit, like, winter and fall, I'm like, uh, I'm not making this about summer. I'm just saying, like, you know, you'd have, to, you'd have to know. You'd have to drink and you'd have to know things. But this this drawing set is a, like, a a... West African infused medieval uh anime like with a little like classic Greek influence too. Um and then a lot of my uh my tree hugging hippie ideologies are getting thrown in there too. Um but I'm exploring some stuff and it's gonna be violent. It's gonna be it's like it's a combat anime. People are fighting, people might die sometimes. But it's uh, it's basically where I'm imagining like a world from scratch, and it's it it's gonna be a big project eventually. So put a pin in that. Anyways, um, yeah, got another shout out. Got another shout out. Got another shout out for Kate Out the Filth, who was on the podcast uh, last episode. Um, Kate Out is slamming it in the in the nose hooping and arm hooping and leg and very various hoopings. Currently upstairs of the house we all live in, doing her thing. And shout out to them, of course. Mm-hmm. What else have we got going on? Um, I've been watching Karate Kid, which I've been hearing people talk about and. I used to get com- called Karate Kid sometimes because when I was like a teenager, I was doing karate, and Jaden Smith is black, and I'm like, all right, okay, representation, I'll take it. Um, same thing with Bruce Lee, where I'm like, all right, I get one. If I had dreads and did Capoeira, I'd probably be called Eddie Goro, but or if I had metal arms, I'd be Jax. And once the metal arm comes, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so watching Karate Kid, and I'm on like the first or second episode at the time. I'm on like the third or fourth episode now. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is this is decent. I'm going to see like how, you know, deep of a show this is. And then when uh, Johnny Lawrence, Johnny Lawrence's character, or Johnny Lawrence, or is, is the actor named Johnny Lawrence or is a character? Joey Lawrence? Yeah, I swear I'm watching this show. But when, put him in a body bag, Johnny! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Joey Lawrence is somebody else. Is that the guy from Laverne and Shirley? I'm sure gonna know things. Pretty, if you would be so kind as to look that shit up. No, she's sleeping. You can see her little toe beans. She's so cute. Um, Johnny Lawrence is, like, training uh, the, the kid Miguel, um, and he's, like, you know, he's, like, trying to t- teach him to be, like, tough. He's, like, he's, like, oh, what are you, a girl? Don't be a pussy. And then... And then I'm, um, like, for have a split second, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this is just some, you know, low-hanging fruit, like, that, uh, what do you call it? It's it's gonna be like, yeah, he's gonna show him to be tough and badass and whatever, but then when the kid Miguel is like, I, I, okay, I'm cool, but you're kind of genderizing a bit, I'm like, alright, that's kind of funny, because you got Gen Z and, uh, would he be a boomer? No, he's younger than a boomer. He's Gen X, I would think. Because he was a teenager in the 80s. 
Eh, whatever. Labels are made up. Up is down. Left and right. Cats and dogs alone together. Nothing matters. Um, that's weird to Lauren Hill. But I'm like, okay, this is funny because you got the generational thing. So, like, it's going to appeal to multiple people. And, you know, if this were just some, some – if it were some just low-hanging fruit, like, low-browed, like, even early 2000s show, then – Johnny Lawrence's character just would have been played straight. He would have been, like, shown as the protagonist of that scene. But instead, they had a little, like, you know, a little back and forth. And, because that's, that's what he is. That's how you write that character. He is a dick. Like, if you're going to have those traits, he was, he peaked in the 80s. I love how he drives, um, like, uh, like an 80, like an 86 F body. He drives a fucking, uh, he drives a Firebird, a bright red Firebird with the paint peeling. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. He definitely peaked in the 80s. Um, he peaked in 1986, and his life's gone downhill from that. So that's pretty, uh, I don't know why I do that, where I gotta do a conclusion after each thing. I think this is my version of transitioning between thoughts. Um, but yeah. I just had, I did have another thought. I was uh, when I was driving to work this morning, and I even like I tried to re- I tried to like voice to text it, but it didn't really work out. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, I wrote a note that I I got to stop doing Bill Burr and Joey Diazisms because I I do do those, and I also use the doo doo, um, because it flows off the tongue better. Even though it's not proper English. Um, I do have something that I can uh, fill some time in with this. I think I'll put it in there. It'll be a completely separate thing than this thought and the thought before and the thought before and probably the thought after. But, hey, that's what I do. I'm sure you can. I'm random. Um, it's a bit from, or not a bit, but it's a, uh, a nine-minute segment that uh, Vinny and I did, Vinny who got shot, and is also a person who works in finance. The day after that whole GameStop thing happened, um, you know, it was huge news, and now no one talks about it anymore. Because that's the cycle. Uh, and he, being a person who like does that kind of stuff for a living, not, not particularly that, but he does work in finance, so he needs to understand how economies work. Um, so he kind of goes on this this rant, which is it, Vinny has his own Vinnyisms, which just makes it really funny. Um, so it's it's very enjoyable and it's also uh, informative. So you can you can stick around after this next part I do to uh, get a little get a little more comedy out of this um, because stand up comedy is why I'm doing this. No, it's not really. I just was attempting to be funny and like I was didn't have enough thoughts collected plus it's like i'm not reading anyone's energy right now i'm only reading my own energy and it's like me i i you know i i was doing this to fill the time because i was supposed to have been training right now so i'm just making sure i stay active and stay on my hobbies and not just loaf around that's the cat's job but i had this thought earlier um i think that sometimes it's very it's a very very good thing to make an effort to um kind of kind of see other people in terms of you know understanding them and listening to them and like sharing a presence um because that's something that the ego does. The ego does two things. The ego says the ego, not the eagle. What did the eagle say? He said, "Scow." 
I'm better than a turkey. Um, it's because Ben Franklin wanted our our national bird, our national symbol, to be the turkey, because it was true and hardworking <laughs> and the and noble, and and the turkey and the and the bald eagle was uh very slothful and stole food from the smaller, weaker osprey, and there's not a metaphor anywhere in there. Um, but yeah, the ego says two things. It says, I'm unique and special, and then it also says, everyone else thinks just like me. And that's that's something that you can't necessarily just turn off. Um the ego is, it's its a part of you. You got your id, your ego, your super ego. You know the Freudian shit. I'm not going to go into that. I already had a, a psychologist on here who is also currently hula hooping. Two shoutouts. Um, but I, I just find that it does require t- t- to take an effort to, at least for me, because again, this whole self-counseling thing, um, it does take an effort to to make sure you're doing that, you know, at most times. But as in all things, sometimes you got to force yourself to do it. And then when you just fucking do it, it makes everything so better. And I'll close with this. Life's good. I love y'all. Got big things coming soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to this. You're all beautiful. May your dreams come true. I'm Shalik, and I know things. Peace. Oops. Start that over. The explanation. Ah, oh, dude, I don't want to. So basically, short pays like hedge fund companies do shorts, which are basically they're borrowing money, they're borrowing like stock from the company and then selling it back to the company when the stock goes lower. Um, making a profit off the difference. Like, say they, they borrow at $10, it goes down to $4, and they sell it. This basically kills companies. They do it all the time. They stomp out these little companies. And it was basically what they were doing at GameStop. They shorted 140% of the stock. That's insanity. They were going to kill GameStop. And the Redditors were like, fuck you. Fuck head funds, managements. And they bought it to a point where the stock was worth 17,000% uh, or something like that. Yeah. To $500 a stock. That means the difference, they lost the difference of like the ten dollars to five hundred dollars they had to pay that every day that's why they're going bankrupt because they have millions of stocks to pay like four hundred dollars on each stock it's like insanity they're going bankrupt isn't on top of that i don't know if you know this robin hood is a, a site where you can yeah. yeah i have it they stop trade they use their hedge funds use their influence to stop trading you can only sell you cannot buy GameStop stocks on those on that site I think I might have heard there's a lawsuit about that now. yes yeah. there is as of today today's when they stopped it as of today there's already a lawsuit out a class action lawsuit in multiple yeah. states because that is that is straight up market <laughs> that is market tampering like they're, they're mm. fucking they're just straight they, like normally that's what hedge funds do they use their influence their large money and wealth they get from their their investors and they uh, they use that to kind of stomp out people and like you know control the market and like it's not like super it's not like illuminati shit but it's like you know you have it you can affect the market in small ways 
well basically Reddit's like we're gonna affect the market in a big way and they <laughs> did and the, these people are going bankrupt and now they're straight up corruption market it's insanity yeah. what's happening they're stopping people from buying and trading stocks and they're crying about it saying it's gonna crash the economy because they're allowed to stump out whatever business they want but when the little guy stands up it's just it's insanity it's so crazy and like they're talking about changing the way like finance is done and like these they're allowed to trade off hours but like the people can't like day trader right. like you, you or i can't do that mm -hmm. we can only do it during close that what like five o'clock yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. These are the same people who brought us in 2008, who, exactly. who shorted the economy back then. And again, I don't know why it's not illegal to short things. Like, it's part of the reason we went into the Great Recession. Like, mm -hmm. it's just insanity. No one went to jail. No one went to jail for this. Not they got bailed out. Fucking person, and they got bailed out, and they're doing it again. And then people, redditors, took it upon themselves to say, "Fuck you." It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Crazy. You thought 2021 was going to be like normal again? It's not. Can we it's get a zero month? To 100, zero to 100 in January. Like, insurrection, fucking this. It's just crazy. It's crazy, man. That's outrageous. I know. I've I just been on the news. I've been just staring at it. Like, I couldn't stop. I couldn't focus on my job the whole day. <laughs> like, I just like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Class action lawsuit against Robinhood. I mean, I have the app. I'm not going to get rid of it until right. I know. Dude, I might get some money out of this. Because I was going to trade in AMC. That's another company. So what they're doing, yeah. they're doing market cap of oh, like $1 billion less. And uh -huh. companies have been shorted crazy amounts. I think AMC is like 70% or something was yeah. shorted. Crazy. They're trying to kill these companies and the Redditors. And they're trying to play it off like the Redditor, like these Redditors are all right. That's what they're trying to do. Right. Like in the news. they're trying. And then what's funny is that Fox News and Democrats are on the same side with this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, it's like I can't remember. It's a Democratic leader. Amy Cohen. Uh, I think so. Something is that like it that. or did AOC? I can't remember. Oh, I don't even know who Amy Cohen is. I just hear the news. The name yeah, of the news. Uh, I don't Astachio, know. Astachio, uh, Alexandria Astachio Cortez. Yes, her yeah. and Ted Cruz are on the same page about this. Ah, you like, know you fucked up when you got the the radical progressivist yeah. and and the. Republican senator from Texas thinking the same thing. I know. It's just like, it's crazy. Also, are you familiar with California and what's going on there? Um, did I tell you Tom Segura is leaving California? Mm -hmm. like, Joe Rogan, obviously, everyone knows that. But, like, they are losing fucking people like oh, crazy. Yeah. They no, lost like 33% of their businesses like this year or yeah. something. It's 2021. What I mean, what's probably going to happen is like Silicon Valley is basically Silicon Valley just is already transport moved. to Texas. Yeah, It has. It already has. It's done. It's a done deal, man. And it's because like tech in California proposed they proposed a law that tax these people who left like like for 10 years after leaving they're trying to it's completely illegal mm -hmm. again proposal proposal doesn't mean shit it doesn't mean anything it means someone on the floor said we should probably do this and yeah. then that's it it can't be done it's incredibly illegal you know you can't tax without representation you can't tax someone in california and it's just crazy yeah i'm about as like in most things about as and then this way uh i'm about as left as it comes for a lot of things but if you're fucking up, you're fucking up. And Governor Newsom in California is like... Dude, it's it's insanity. Oh, I fuck it up. Oh, it's a, an arrow. I'm a dumbass. Um, yeah. No, they're fucking up. Big time. Like, just like like crazy like just looking at what the homeless how the homeless took over like that is so fascinating they got apartments they built apartments on the street yes kind of seems like a good Dude, idea it all started with something that seemed like it was a good like 
police like basically what would happen would uh police would take people's stuff off the sidewalk and throw it away you know homeless mm-hmm. people they would leave all their shit around they throw it away they fought that in court and then the courts ruled that's illegal to do that snowballed into like them taking over fucking all of <laughs> all of east la it's just crazy because, I'm not sure if it's East LA where Skid Row is, but um, it's all of it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going off two barriers. Yeah, they call it Skid Row. East LA is like the the Chicano part of town. Hollywood is all fucking right. Full yeah, Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. I don't claim to know the geography <laughs> of California and all that. I don't know, but like, it's they're taking over, man. It's wild. The yeah. homeless is taking over, and uh, the governor is just like, and their just solutions to tax people more, which is insanity. Because what's more revenue going to do if you fucked up the revenue you already have, like? They already had the highest taxes in the country, right. and you can't you can't get this in control with that. Like now, you're it, you close down businesses. They have the harshest laws against businesses. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. It's crazy, and then people are leaving, and then like you're shocked that that's happening. I, it just beca- it just sucks. COVID became such a. At the beginning, it was you know based off science. It closed down because scientists said this was going to be the worst right. we've ever seen. Then once data came out, I felt like it became political. Like you didn't want to oh, be the one. It just sucks. It sucked. It became so political. The, like the governor of California stopped using facts and science to determine like, and what he was doing. And then went to the fucking restaurant with all his friends, no I, mask. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucked up. It's just like because yeah. it's not. It's not about the people. It's about being oh, yeah. elected. It's about being the guy who who stopped COVID. That's what it is. Right. It's the guy, the man who, who fought against COVID and it's won. That's what it was. It just sucked. It started off with good intentions. And then it makes you think, like, how how long before, like, we really should have been shut down? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just, it's hard to say because the rest of the world shut down, too. It's not just... If you look at what New Zealand did, it worked. Now, granted, New Zealand's got a small population. My street right here. New Zealand's got a way, way smaller population. It's way smaller in land mass. And they kind of already... Lean, lean toward that that version of democracy where it was, hey everyone, it's fucked up. We're gonna shut it down. Everything, every single thing is closed. The economy is frozen. Banks aren't collecting shit. Your mortgages are paused, and the only thing open are grocery stores and gas station. And if you're caught within more than five kilometers, I don't know what that is in real numbers. Maybe like 17 bald eagles apart. If you're, oh, this mouse, um, with the red car, you could you could also park on the street. That's probably best. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. This stuck. is. Uh, I don't know how this car ride turned into a podcast. Vinny was saying something interesting about finance, so uh, now we're recording. We'll pause. Um, we can start up later after we. Eat. Yeah, we got this. Um, this go back. I don't live here. Back up. I know, but like, I don't. Our, dude, you, you see what? I'm in a I'm only gonna be here for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. What about me? I what? Fine. 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 You gonna park in front of these people's house? No, I wasn't. I was parked. Yeah, I mean, I would do occasionally, but like, this is like our spots. Look, I got a footpath and everything. <laughs> That's the thing about living with four adults who all work and drive and work at different hey, times. Hey, look, the tire pressure thing went off. Hey, look, all my lights went off. Yeah, everything's working out great. We got to coordinate this. Everything's up, Vinny. I'm gonna put a pause. We'll be back in a minute to talk more about finance. <laughs>